Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act something. Hat on, suit on, looking like the Capitol. Giving them all dress like a million bucks. Things in its cups. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah. Listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. I got a radio show. Real grateful for that. You know, it's funny. Man. I remember when I first started out in radio, a lot of my peers laughed at me. Some of it was being mean-spirited. Some of it was just, you know, mocking me. I'm, I'm used to stuff like that. But uh, I uh, had as a special guest on my show, uh, Joel Osteen. And you know something, man? He he said something that was, I can't remember the scripture. I don't know exactly how it was. Like, we were having a long conversation. But the gist of it was, don't be upset with where you are now. And don't be upset with the small things in your life. Be grateful for the small things and the small position that you have right now because you don't know where that's going. You don't know what that's going to be one day. You don't know what that's going to lead to. And that was very warming to hear him say that. But it also reminded me of when I started in radio, how small it was. It reminded me of when I started in stand-up making $25 a show. It reminds me of not having a home at a period in my life and what God has allowed me to live in now. So don't be distraught over your position now and don't be ungrateful or unappreciative for the things you have now because you don't know what that's going to grow into. And that's really the gist of that I got from what he was saying. I just wanted to share that with you, that where you are now is so temporary because now, like I've said before, now is a fleeting moment. Right after you finish saying now, that moment that you claimed as now, that's gone. So the where you are now is a very fleeting process. Now, you can change where you are now, and you can change how you feel about where you're at now, and you can change about where you're going by simply changing your mind. It is no different. I'm telling you, folks, the thing that I've learned about successful people is not so much of what they do. Is not what they have. The biggest thing I've learned about successful people is how they think. That's the thing that's different. It's how they think. And I'm telling you that you can change the way you think on any subject and start becoming successful towards that starting now. You have to understand that, man. The biggest difference I've noticed between successful people and non-successful people is how they think. I was um, reading what his God said that he was taught all wrong about money. He said that his father was very negative about money. He all throughout his life, he heard his father say, you know, people who got money have walked on somebody to get it or cheated somebody to get it. People who have money, money is the root of all evil. Money is money is this and people who got money you know don't deserve it they've done something wrong to get it yada yada so he said he grew up the whole time thinking that having money was something was wrong with that he discovered that it wasn't look you can choose to be successful any way you want to i've chosen several ways to be successful i want to be a very very successful father i think that's one of the things that's paramount in my life that i really am working hard right now to become a successful father not a successful father in terms of money, but a successful father in terms of offering the amount of love and guidance and leadership and the example that my children need to look at. And that's what I'm really, really working hard at. Now, I want to be successful as a father, but also I want to be successful as a husband. 
you know, I want Marjorie to always know that she can count on me, that to not have to wonder about me or look for me. You know, I, I want her to feel secure in the fact that I, I, I really have gotten it right, that I really am focused on being a good husband to her because it means so much to me. Uh, you know, so I'm working hard on a lot of levels. I'm working hard. I'm trying very strong to be a successful motivator of people. I want to be a sharer of information to people that will uplift others and give others the same things that I've learned through the trials and tribulations of my life, but at the same time, share that information and use the power of this microphone to uplift people, you know, not to destroy. My show is not about, oh, guess what so-and-so said, guess what so-and-so did. I don't like mean-spirited things about people. You know, I joke with people who call in, that's another thing. But I don't like destroying people with the power of the microphone. So I'm working very hard on being successful in a lot of areas of my life. Now, also, I do care about being financially successful, too, because my father, one of the gifts he gave me was very simple gift. He told me a long time ago, he said, son, the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. And that stuck with me. And this was a hardworking man who was a coal miner who worked construction his entire life. My father didn't have an easy life, man. My father didn't sit behind a microphone. My father didn't come to work and people cheered for him. My father wasn't famous. My father was just a go-get-it dude. Now, he instilled that in me, and I've taken that and I applied it to my craft, and I thank God for him for that. But I do try to be financially successful so that I can do some things with it to help some other people. Now, am I uh, opposed to having nice things? No. Do I apologize for having nice things? No. And why should I? I work. I work. You know, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not on the radio asking to give me money, you know, so I can go buy a car. I'm, I'm working, so I, I don't feel how you want to feel, and other people do feel that way about it. But if success in terms of finance is what you're lacking, you can go about the business of doing that. I'm, I'm writing a book, and that whole book is about teaching people how to become successful. And, man, I'm breaking it down in a way where everybody can get it, man, because I want the college student to get it. You know, I want the working mom to get it, the single mom to get it, the hardworking father that's been trying to hold his family together can get it, the father that ain't ever got it together and feel that because of that reason he can't be the father he needs to be. I'm writing something, man, to put it into words to let you know that God is a forgiving God and that God is a merciful God. And that God can get you out of any situation you find yourself in. You just can't beat yourself up every time you make a mistake. I make mistakes all the time, man. I just got to remind myself to get up. I ask God for forgiveness. I call on his mercy and his grace. And I get up and I go again. But it's coming, man. And if finance success is what you want, you got to change your mind. You got to start thinking about how to produce it. The first thing you do is you got to ask. You got to ask to have a life and have a life more abundantly. That's a scripture that he comes to you to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. That's a scripture. That ain't a joke. That ain't a theory. That's a fact. And the fact that if you don't have a life of abundance, you can get that by asking. Then it starts by believing. And the how-to, don't even worry about that. He takes care of that himself. He'll send the stuff your way. But you got to be willing to put some effort in this thing now, and you can do it. Okay, I know I was a little around the place today, but that's what it was. So, you know, let's go get it.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, everybody, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I haven't really decided how I was going to start the show this morning because, you know, every morning I kind of take a different angle on it, and I just don't have an angle today. So the angle, let me try this. Let's start the show like it was a regular, regular morning show. Hi, everybody. This is Steve Harvey, and welcome to the ride. Uh, Steve Harvey Morning Show, uh, about to get you off to a great start today. It's a uh, brisk morning this morning in some parts of the country. There's a overhead cloud and traffic out there. Please be careful on your way to work this morning. Uh, drive carefully. Hope the kids get to school safely. And uh, hey, we're going to have a fun, fun time today. Well, that's how regular shows started. I can't see myself doing that. Hey, look here, y'all. It's Steve Harvey Morning Show. What up? <laughs> Talk to God yet? Told him what you needed? Did you tell him you appreciate it? That's what I did, man. Spent some time saying I was grateful this morning. God looking out for us, man. Let me tell you something, y'all. Just because the blessing is delayed does not mean it's denied. Hang on in there, man. Don't give up, y'all. There's always hope. If you are awakened today, it is because God ain't through with you yet. Put a smile on your face. Face today with cheer. If you're going through some troubles, ten toes down. Dig them in, man. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Put your knuckles in your lower back and brace yourself. Come on with it. (laughs) Steve Harvey Morning Show, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Jr., Mm-hmm. Better known as Killer Wan Space and the legend of Nephew Tommy yeah. Jr. Yeah, uh. What is it today, man? You seem a little happy today. Yeah, uh. Well, you know, Mark, you just brought some of my attention, man. You know, these holiday parties and everybody, you know, when you get to Christmas and everything, there's a certain group of people who really don't care nothing about Christmas. They just want to play yeah, Space and Domino. Yeah. Well, hold up, Junior. What did I just say to make you think we was talking about Christmas? What did I say? Well, I'm talking about before okay. the show, uh. I'm just saying, I just thought about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, oh the inside show. joke. Don't nobody yeah. know nothing about. Come on, yeah. let's try to connect these jokes, Junior. That's oh. one thing we got to work on. Is oh, we doing joke radio? Connected. <laughs> yeah, we're doing radio because I want to, you know, I, the fans is listening. So before the show started, we was talking about spades and cards. Now go ahead, Junior. Thank you, Uncle. I appreciate it. Like I said, it's a certain group of people who don't care nothing. You about ask them. 
<laughs> Certain group of people don't care nothing about Christmas. There's some people coming over there to the house just to play spades and dominoes. That's it. Just to start a fight on Christmas. That's what they coming in there to do. Don't play your right card with them and see what happens. See if the turkey don't be on the floor. See if yams ain't gonna be on the table. Baby. Watch the greens if you just play out a turn and let a book slide and see what happens. You already know that, huh? Yeah, but if you knock that turkey on the floor, <laughs> your Christmas oh, gonna be oh, real oh. different in my house. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't care. It's something I don't uh, care about no gifts. Pe- people that come over your house to play spades on Christmas usually uh-huh. don't have a gift. <laughs> no, they don't never how you, bring How you put that together? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. They just said, Hi, why are you coming through the door on the Lord's birthday with a deck of cards? This <laughs> <don't> even- is fun. <laughs> damn, dog. I mean, you didn't, you didn't get the, you ain't draw no name. You ain't, you ain't bring no card or nothing. You done brought a deck of cards up in here. You know we can't play cards till late night. All right, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? We are lashing out this morning. We are lashing we are? out. And this is for all you ladies out there that's wearing the eyelashes where they just way too long. They just, just way too long. Let's just dial it back a little bit, all right? And they start looking like a feather, a duster. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, just we can't see your forehead. <laughs> lash it out. Let's go, cat dog. Hey, it's lashing out. How can we lash you out? Uh, I'm trying to reach Bianca. This is Bianca. Hey, listen, my name is Brian. My um my wife Jamie come up Hi, there and get her eyelashes done. Is uh who the, who's the owner of this place? I I am Brian. What's going on? Okay. What's going on? You be you're Bianca. You the one that owned the place. I'm Bianca. I'm the owner. We opened about a year and a half ago. Proud, happy, black-owned, women-owned, women-owned establishment. What can I do for you? What okay, here's the deal. I'm sick and tired of my wife coming up there, and then when she get back home, she got these thick ass eyelashes on, and they long as hell. You know, I mean, it's they, these eyelashes thicker than somebody's mustache. This a damn shame. You know, now, I didn't oh, told okay, her to take Brian. these. Brian, Say hold what? up. Hold, hold up, Brian. Now, I I may or may not be the person doing it, but whoever, I'm pretty sure probably, that sounds familiar, but whoever, we have a lot of customers, but whoever comes in here, they pick their lashes. We, we you know, we collaborate, but the girls are saying what they want done. They pick it. So if they're thick, they're thick because they want them thick. Okay, you know? well, these are two... They too thick and then and they too long. Your, your eyelashes ain't supposed to be sticking away out past your nose. That's a damn shame. Uh, but let me let me tell you what I'm getting at though. Here's 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 my reason for calling. If my wife come home one more time, say what? Brian, you, can you simmer down? Because I mean, I'm running a business here, and you sound crazy. They can hear you through the phone. The girls are looking at me in the chair. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Can you calm down? You loud and screaming. All I'm Jesus. saying is, if my wife come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm gonna come up there and raise holy hell at that damn place. And I'm telling you the truth about that. You're not. What are you talking about? Why are you threatening me? You are not coming up here. We just. I'm coming up there if my wife come home leave. with them thick ass long eyelashes again. I am. No, you're not coming up here. We just opened a year and a half ago. 
We are doing good. We don't need no drama from nobody. You need to talk to your wife. Fix your marriage. Don't come out here taking it Ain't nothing wrong with my marriage. The only thing wrong with my marriage is these damn thick ass eyelashes and they too long. That's the Why are you why are you calling me with this? See now I'm yelling. Because I'm calling because this is where she got her eyelashes done. Oh my God. Oh my God. Then you need to talk to your wife. Okay, I need to calm down. I'm running a business here. What you trying to do? Sabotage me? What you work for the company? I ain't teacher? trying to sabotage somebody... nothing, but I tell you what, if she come home with these long, thick ass eyelashes again, I'm going to come up there and I'm going to find all the violations of codes and everything, building codes, and, and I will get you shut down if we, if we don't stop these long, thick ass eyelashes. Okay, Brian, I'm from the South Side. So, mother, you need to back up because now you're threatening my livelihood. Yes, I'm going to go there with you. you threatening my livelihood. you threatening the jobs of so many girls here. What are you doing? You need to talk to your wife, and you need to back the f*** up. And I am sorry to curse. We try to keep it class here, but now you're making me lash out at from lash out. Mother, you need to back up. This is my job, and people have jobs. What are you doing threatening to come up here? I will call the cops on you, and you will not be able to come up here, and we will not let your wife get her 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 eyelashes on you. And you need to fix your marriage because you got some anger issues. Clearly, you pissed off at your wife, and you calling us threatening to ruin our business. Ryan, what is your wife's name? What, what my is wife's name, name is my wife's name is Jamie. Okay. Does anybody in here know Jamie or do Jamie's lashes? Okay. It's like four girls raising their hand because everybody goes to somebody different. So I don't know who is does Jamie's lashes, but you got some anger issues, okay? I ain't got no anger issues. The only problem I got is my wife having some long, thick eyelashes, and, and they further out than her nose and thicker than somebody's mustache. That's what I got a problem with. Okay, you know what? Jamie just needs to leave your ass because if you got an issue, call her. Why are you calling us? It's I'm calling the people that, that put the, Why wouldn't I call the people that put the thick ass eyelashes on? Why wouldn't I? Well, first of all, you need to talk to Jamie and send her up here. We're going to tell her that to leave your ass, first of all. Second of all, I don't, I cannot help you. You are interrupting my grinding, okay? You are interrupting our grinding. And we got a business going here. What is your problem? Can't you go do some work? Go and talk to your wife and fix your marriage. You know, you, know you know what? You know what? I tell you. I tell you what, Bianca. I, I tell you what. You're not trying to fix. No, no, no. You ain't trying to fix the problem. I'll you be up there. I'll be up there, and, and and I will bring somebody that will shut okay, that. Somebody down. call the cops right now. Call them now. Tell them somebody is coming up here, and they threatening us. They lash out. Call. See, they uh, three girls calling right now. So bring your little <laughs> up here, mother. <laughs> come on, come on. Bring it. Bring it up here. Bring well, it up here. Let me ask you something. Is Carmen up there? Yeah, Carmen is sitting in my face right now. What is going on doing? You know him, Carmen? It's, Why are you asking me about Carmen? Where, where, is, where is Carmen at right now? She's right here looking at me. What? What is going is, on, is, Carmen? Is she, is she laughing? Hold on. Yeah, now she's starting to laugh. What, is, what the <laughs> is going on? Y'all got me looking crazy at my Hey, shop. Bianca, Bianca, calm down, baby. Check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Carmen got me to prank phone call you. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Carmen! Okay, you know what? Y'all got me out here looking bad. I cannot. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, Nephew Tommy, oh, my nephew. God. Oh, my What's God. What's up, baby? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
What's up, girl? I'm just lashing out a little bit. That's all. I'm just lashing out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, nephew Tommy. I was acting crazy. You got to tell the nephew what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land. The one, the only Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show. Always. Forever. I love y'all. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is, it is Ask the CLO with our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we have some good news for you, Junior, about your favorite group, Jodeci. Tell you about that in just a few. Ooh, it's exciting news, too. Uh, remember Montgomery chair slinger Reggie Bernard Ray? Well, he's going to avoid jail time after hitting someone with a chair in the big Montgomery brawl. We all remember that. And Northwest makes her rap debut on stage with her dad. That is all coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO. Uh, Ngozi in Charlottesville says, My mother backed into my car, leaving our house. My husband is being unreasonable by telling me not to file an insurance claim. He wants my mother to pay for it. Isn't that what insurance is for? Do I make my mom pay or file the claim? Oh, he don't like it. Well, your husband is being cheap. He don't want that Mm -hmm. mark against his insurance. But, man, make your Your mama mama pay? (laughs) Your mama. I I can't even, man. Dog, I wouldn't care what my mama did. I set the kitchen on fire. We just got to go in here and get some new damn cabinets. I can't charge my mama, man, for nothing. I I wasn't raised like that, so I don't even I don't even know how to play with y'all. But this mama thing, you got one. That's all I can tell you. You got one. You know you but don't get another. Mama, though, dog. Yeah, I know it's her mama, but he got to be respectful of that. Right. Through that. Like I respect Marjorie's mama. Right. You know, yeah. as if she mm-hmm. were mine. I got respect. She's a mother, dog, and she's older. I, I, that's the part I don't understand. Our generation, man, some of y'all, man, we done got away from the way it is. It's just called some damn respect, man. Respect that's elders. all it is. It's respect mm-hmm. your elders. Honor thy mother and their father, and thy days on this earth shall be long. Y'all don't, y'all ain't heard none of that? Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't no, none of that, the man? No. <laughs> well, damn, you need to learn something, man. It's about respect, because one day you're going to be old. Mm-hmm. Old is the goal. I don't understand, yep. man. Damn, dog. Just report it to the insurance company. Yeah. Those types of accidents ain't bad. Now, if you out there in a hit and run and a, and a car accident, but somebody bumping into your car in your driveway, them ain't bad. Them don't count like that. Bro, get a grip, man. Respect mm-hmm. the girl's mama and don't make your mama pay for it. Call your insurance company. That's Period. That's how it's done. Yeah. All right. Moving on to um, L in Indianapolis. L says, Don't let your mama do nothing, our dog. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) L says, I'm pregnant with my first child, and I met this great guy that wants to date me. My child's father ghosted me two months ago, and I'm due in February. Is it wrong for me to get to know this new guy while I'm pregnant with another man's baby? First of all, I'd like to uh, meet this new guy. (laughs) (laughs) Who the hell is he? Why? Because he's dating a, a woman that's pregnant with someone else's child. You you don't find that to be a little rare? Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. I mean, I know it's been done before, but yeah. Yeah. 
But it just I mean, means if you're showing good. that much, we need some. We need some. <laughs> <laughs> so it's based Focus on, on a trimester? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Focus on meeting your baby yeah. that's coming in February. Yeah. Worry about that. You're trying to, but this new guy that ghosted you, that don't mean this dude, new dude ain't going to ghost you. I don't, I don't, you know, look, I, I, I don't, I don't like answering questions like this because the woman's mm-hmm. pregnant, but listen to me. Stop getting out of one situation into another situation. Just wait. Why you, why you got to do something now? He ghosted you two months ago. So you're going to get another one. What? Now, what you you think he going to be in a delivery room? I mean, what's the purpose of the new guy? You don't even, you just met him. Like Tommy said, go meet your baby. Damn, <laughs> say hi to him or her. Finish it. You know, have yourself a nice, healthy pregnancy. You know, try that. Why you got to have a man? Ain't you, don't you know that these men ain't working out for you right now? Hello. <clears throat> Just go meet your baby, baby. Don't. No, I can't. So Do I give him a chance? Mm-hmm. Date him. Where y'all going? You finna go to the hospital. <laughs> you have nine months pregnant. <laughs> she, ain't, she can date him. Yeah. What's wrong with that? She can't get understanding. She can't go to the movies. She can't eat. She He's got to stay well, there the and wait on the baby. baby coming now. He got to run down there. They're going to accidentally put his name on the birth certificate. Oh, that's what you're afraid of. <laughs> Starting to look like child support to me, man. Lori uh, <laughs> Povich. Yeah, this looks like 18 years of payments to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to Chris and Paramus. Chris says... Um, My wife and I experimented with another girl and it didn't do anything for me. My wife loved it and wants to do it again. I hate that I ever asked her to do it because it's all she talks about now. Do you think this is something she's wanted all along? It did nothing for you and it did everything for her. Mm-hmm. Let me explain something to you, bro, what you're not saying in this letter. There's some inadequacies going inadequacies going down in this letter. So let me explain something to you. She agreed with you because you brought it up as an idea. She loved it. You didn't. Now, you brought it up to your wife because of an inadequacy in your relationship. So here you brought in the third party. Now, the third party got in. You didn't care for the third party. She loved the third party, which means she was feeling inadequate about you. Oh, she mm. talks about you see what I'm says. saying? See, mm-hmm. you're following this here, dog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you wasn't happy with what she was giving you, and obviously she wasn't happy with what you was giving her because she wants that other girl back. So maybe you have discovered that y'all's sexual relationship and relationship ain't worth a damn. That's what it sounds like to me in the letter. You think she's going to see the girl on the side without her husband's knowledge? Hell yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Because that's what dudes do. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want to see her no more. Well, let me holler at her by myself then. Yeah. (laughs) All that didn't happen, dog. Mm -hmm. And and it ain't just because you introduced it. it. That's a big part of it. But you allowed it. And now you found out. Yeah. What was he doing? You ain't careful what you asked for. Like you think. She like getting her bacon fried. Extra crispy. Yes. All right. Um, let's move on to our last one, Steve. This is from Andrea in Clinton. 
Andrea writes, my husband had a hand towel in his bag that he said he got at the gym, but it was too nice to be a gym towel. I guess he thinks I'm stupid because he's sticking to his lie. Why do men lie instead of just saying they messed up and apologize? Hmm. Why would he do that? <laughs> Why? Why would he do what, Brenda? Oh, I towel. messed up and apologized <laughs> over a washcloth. What? <laughs> I got the washcloth at the gym. You sticking to it, huh? I know you say it was too nice for the gym, but they got to buy some new ones sometime. I was there on new washcloth day. And oh. they just set them out, and I put one in my bag. How Why would I tell you I was over a girl's house and put it in my gym bag? Why would wow. I say that? Why? All right. <laughs> On that note, we got to end it. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, <sighs> entertainment news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Well, after opening for New Edition's latest tour and doing their own tour, it is official. Junior, are you ready for this one? Jodeci is headed to Las Vegas for their new 2024 residency. (laughs) It is called, the show is called Jodeci, the show, the after party, the Vegas residency, okay? You ready for it to start? Here are the start dates. March 15th at the Mandalay Bay Resort in the House of Blues. The first leg of their residency is March 15th through the 24th. And then it's going to resume in July, the 5th through the 13th. So there you go, Junior. Those are the dates. Pre-sale for the tickets start today at 1 p.m. Eastern. I've been watching you for a very long time. And the tickets are available at the House of Blues, on, Live Nation, up. and Ticketmaster yeah, sites. Wait okay. a minute, man. You going, Joe? Turn your feet, Joe. Yes, yeah, I'm going. Of course, I got to go, man. I'm going to. Get out there early. Why I got to get out there early? 
You get out on the first run, because that second run in July, that might not happen. First day, March 15th. Got it. Yeah, you probably I'll need to be out there early. But they're older you know, now. The dispute I mean, happened. They, do they yeah, they're older now. And plus, they toured with uh, New Edition. And I think yeah. New Edition is such a professional uh, group of dudes, man. Oh, absolutely. Them dudes is real down with how they stay together and make their money. And I think maybe it had it. They influenced them, set them down and talked to them. And you just got to talk to Casey and JoJo. Um, Mm-hmm. I don't really know all the to. rest of them names, but Devontae and Gigolo and them. Just my Gigolo. Gigolo. His name is Casey Mr. Dalvin. Mr. Dalvin. Come on now, this ain't every winning five now. Come on. He ain't never had ain't been no trouble. Every winning five been around forty years. Ain't heard no trouble. Ah, the brothers ain't no trouble. Just see all my groups where ain't no trouble. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going. Yeah. So you go y'all, and you get in there at 1 p.m.? Just can't be a damn group. Yeah, yeah. Well, if a fight break out, I'm in there with Joseph. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm up going to an R&B concert to fight. That's a damn shame. <laughs> so who they else would be Why don't you just go to, just go to a hip-hop concert, Junior? Just get it over with. <laughs> He's going to see Jodeci. He's going to a hip-hop concert or a new comedy show, because that's what they do in new comedy shows now. They fight. Yeah, what they fight that. Oh, I, don't know why too, comedians huh? have, I don't know why comedians have given up on the objective that we're supposed to have, which is to make people laugh. Your job is not to go up there and be as insulting as you can. Now, if you get a heckler, then that's a free run for you. Mm-hmm. If you get heckled from the stage, you have every right to dismantle this person by any means necessary. Yeah. But y'all just trying to get into comedy? Just listen to me. The objective is to make people laugh. That is the objective. Okay. Y'all slowly started turning it into shock. Let's say the most shocking stuff. Then you turn around into, let's say, the most degrading stuff. And then it became insults. And now comedy is a damn fist fight every weekend. Wow. Shocking is not funny. It's not, man. The reaction should be laughs, not oohs and ahs. That's not mm-hmm. what comedy is. Mm-hmm. And there are the comedians who have gotten that very, very confused. And I know exactly what I'm talking about, too. It don't matter. You old, Steve. This how, no, this is the way it works. This is how you make the money. Because the people who don't make people laugh do not make money. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Ain't nobody paying to come see you fight. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I'm not. You have to see wide open, dog. So, like, you know, for me, man, like I say, the comedy just took a turn. And it, was, it wasn't for, I don't think it was for the better. There are still great ones out there. Like, I'm going to tell you who I've really enjoyed lately watching out on stage is Cat Williams. I've really enjoyed watching Cat Williams lately mm-hmm. because his comedy has changed. Now, I remember Cat one time said, man, out there telling all them old ass jokes. Well, now Cat old. And now guess what? You can only talk about your existence in comedy. And Cat is mastering that that part of his life now. And, you know, talking about his mistakes and run-ins. And I really, really enjoyed this brother's comedy about his age, about aging and getting older. Because Adele Givens did it at the uh, Def Jam 25-year reunion. Mm-hmm. Adele Givens went out there, man, and her, her routine at Def Jam was so dope, man. It was all about getting older. 
and everybody in the audience who was watching Def Jam 25 years ago who are now older could relate to everything she was saying because your comedy has to be relatable to your life and your world now and that's when comedy becomes very real because every good joke is 95% truth 5% we add color to it but a good ass joke is 90 to 95% truth like I did a joke about uh, it was a news story that came out about SeaWorld and I wrote a joke about SeaWorld and it was current news event but it was it was the truth well, you couldn't get mad at me but I just gave you what the whale was thinking that day when he came to work okay. and the whole joke I wrote was the whale's attitude when he came to work it was just one of them days you know how they hold a little fish up and you jump and you get the fish this was the day the whale didn't want to do that and he didn't. He he wanted more. We know the story. Thank you. Uh, we know. we'll, we'll want to yeah, see it though. Yeah, you got to see. That's why I can't do stand up right now because of moments like that. Because the climate has changed now, and I'm just giving you an example of how a joke should be 90 percent real, and who I've enjoyed telling jokes. That's all I wanted to say. Y'all have a great day. <laughs> but the next joke I'm Thank doing you, is going to be on purpose, though. Coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, an heir to the Hermes fortune plans to leave his $11 billion fortune to his former gardener. We'll talk about that right after this. What? Need to leave it to Marjorie. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, this story is wild right here. 80-year-old Nicholas Puek uh, is the Hermes family heir that has shocked his entire family. He announced that he has plans to adopt his 51-year-old former gardener and handyman and leave his $11 billion fortune along yeah. with $5.9 million of properties, uh, worth of properties to his former gardener. Puek is the grandson of the Hermes founder and he owns 5.7% of the company. But he fell out with his wealthy family over 10 years ago over a business decision that he did not agree with. Puek is single, he has no no children, and he considers his gardener, whose identity has been withheld, to be like family to him. The gardener reportedly is from a modest Moroccan family, and he has a Spanish wife and two children. If Puek goes through with the adoption, the gardener and his family will inherit 11 billion, that's billion with a B, dollars, and have several homes valued at almost $6 million. So it's good to be a gardener. Well, I'm not right going to say this is true or not, but the prayer for his death is right after that. You can believe that that God. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Any day now. Thank can you Lord. adopt an adult? Can you yeah, adopt you a can. grown person? You can do anything. I think you yeah. can. Yeah. White people. Mm-hmm. They they billionaires, Carl. White people do anything. <laughs> Carl Lagerfeld left left his entire state to his cat. To his cat. Yeah. I've heard of that, but I'm saying, can you adopt an adult? Yeah, I I believe you can. I think some adults have done that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because like right now, I want to be his boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You want him to adopt you? That's your dad. That's my dad. Yeah. Hey, daddy. Yeah. (laughs) And if he really want to leave the money to somebody, he ought to leave it to Marjorie. I don't know what the hell he's giving this little damn gardener for, because Marjorie made a heavy contribution to your ass, and I think you should give some of it to Marjorie (laughs) if you need to adopt some damn body else. Get you a daughter, too. (laughs) Okay. Hermes is now the third largest publicly listed company in France with an estimated value of 
hundred million or two hundred billion dollars. Uh, he get five percent of that. Ten percent. A lot of life money, twenty right there. Billion, <laughs> yeah. four billion. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine billion. his gardener? What his gardener is thinking? And I used to Man. cut yards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it's good to be the gardener. Cut the wrong yard. I get over there and go and give me them hedge cutters and see if I can get in on some of this here. Hey, Monsieur, hey, Monsieur, go some plant consume, please. Monsieur Hermes, how can I help you today? Stefan, yes, I'm your new gardener, Stefan. Oh, something happened to the one you had adopted, so I am here to take his place. Yes, it's me. Oh, I don't know what happened to him. One day I see him, the next day I don't. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we'll play One Has to Go right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time to play One Has to Go. All right, lying, cussing, sex. One has to go. Sex ain't going nowhere. Lying ain't going nowhere. Well, I gonna take cussing out. Cussing, we got, yeah, huh? cussing guy. Cuss. We gotta pull cussing out. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna lie without cussing, but I'm be happy. Sex and lying yeah. gonna stay though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. I agree. You all agree. All right. That was easy for us. As a female, I agree. One has to go. Wife, kids, side piece. Side piece. Excuse me, the delay? What What, what is taking so long to answer this? This should be easy. I said side piece. I'm done. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Jim. Uh Someone with some sense. Yeah. Yeah. I can't answer that because I ain't got no side piece. That's that's your answer then. I ain't got no side piece. I'm just. (laughs) We're just playing a game. This ain't no damn game. Y'all ain't playing. Why are we under all of the pressure? I played the last comedians question. on the show. It's just a game. I played the last one. You got quiet as hell when you said that. I know all right. Uh, right. Think now. about that one. Side wife, piece. Wife, kids, side piece. Seems like you would just automatically say side piece. I still don't That's what we're the waiting dilemma. on. Like Junior. Second yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't say man. Uh, I ain't. I ain't do that. I just said side piece. Yeah, right, yeah, Junior. Junior, and you're newly wet. I got okay, grandbaby. Do we'll, do it. we'll do it right behind you. Side piece. Side piece. Side piece. Let's just do it again. Come on. <laughs> you're so convincing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one has to go. Shaka, Shaka Khan, Whitney, Aretha. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it ain't Whitney. I'm down to two. I'm. I'm gonna say Aretha. I'm a Siri. I know that's crazy. You lost your Detroit mind. I'm sorry, I just must the queen. I had to pick one. Your little short ass is stupider than I thought. Oh, God. Okay, and who was yours, dog? His ass said, oh, Aretha Franklin. Queen. queen. We need to quit playing this queen. game right here. There's some people, man, that pull their car over time. Yeah. <laughs> this what? All of them in Detroit, too. Oh, Respect. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm being an N word for the last four seconds. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right from right here on this show. <laughs> but in your defense, Tommy, that's a very hard one because can sing her behind. Yeah. She's a legend. Is, she's a legend. But she one has her to go. voice for me has given me so much joy. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, Shaka's 
Mm-hmm. Which one got a ghost thing? Ass. 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 All right, come I on. Mean, I'm, I'm. The next one. Come on, we have more. Just out of respect, I'll just say we yeah. Shaka had to go. Yeah, respect. All right. And I don't even mean that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, mm-hmm. one has to go. The OJs. Hey. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, he ain't gonna Hell make no. <laughs> The Temptation. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. One has to go. Okay, one more time. First OJ. the OJs. OJs, Earth, Wind, and Fire, yeah. The Temptation. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I well, I'm just gonna is. tell you. Again, Detroit stands Who up. has given me the most joy <laughs> in Ooh. my damn whole life mm-hmm. is Earth, Wind, and Fire. No uh-huh. group has ever meant more to me. They mm-hmm. can't go. Okay. okay. And that's the one Eddie, that got to go for me. Levert is one of the greatest lead male tenors I've ever heard. One has I to cannot go. let the OJs go. They mean yeah, too much to me. They from Cleveland. Ah, you said the temptation. Ain't nobody going to you, Otis. <laughs> you are your rabbit ass man now, dog. <laughs> David Ruffin and Corn, Eddie Kendricks. What? Dennis Edwards. September. And Dennis Edwards. Just my imagination. All right. That was a hard one. All right, coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He said, who did you say? I said, Earth, Wind, and Fire got to go out of them three. The Temptations and the OJs and Stan. And I stand on yeah. All right. Prank phone call coming up next. Your ass is out the family. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, he can laugh, but I can't. Hmm. We'll get into that. Find out what that's all about in just a few. Because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew? I, I I got it for sure, but let's get back to this attitude that he got with me. That, that, I don't understand that. That this this Who, yeah. your uncle. Yeah, because we had to, yeah. we had to get rid of one. It was the temptation to OJ's at Earth Wind and Fire, and your stupid ass picked Earth Wind and Fire. <laughs> I did because I'm, I'm yeah, an OJ yeah, yeah. fan and I'm a Temptation fan now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your ass is out the family now. Wow. They kick him out the family because he didn't. <laughs> How you get rid of OJ? How you get rid of OJ's and they from Cleveland? How you do that? Dog, I didn't get rid of the OJs. I kept the OJs. I kept the OJs there with the fire. I don't like getting rid of Temptation. That hurt me. Because they got way too many damn hits. But I can't. Levertney will mean too much to me. But I'd be damned if I'm going to sit up here and let you blasphemous and say get rid of that. Blasphemous. Ain't nobody getting rid of it. It's just a game, guys. It's just a damn game. The game over. It's just a game. I can't tell. It's a game over. This real life. We're talking about we talking about the temptation. We talking about Hitsville. We, you, you got rid of the temptations. <laughs> My girl. Come to see come you, Otis. Nobody. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. We they have their that. own movie. Okay. Steve, I'll be yes. watching the tradition. Earth Wind and Fire ain't got no damn movie. <laughs> oh, man. Earth Wind and Fire ain't got no movie. Because they still alive. <laughs> Otis. Hello. <laughs> You know how many Temptation group running around here? What? What? Yeah. What, what? They on Broadway. Mm-hmm. They, they still live on, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. 
Ain't nobody took no time to say, living. wow, we should, now, we should do Let me ask urban. you a question. Let me tell you, since you don't think it's important. Would you rather be living on or living? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> since you don't think it's important. Because the option is clear. <laughs> I'd rather be living, damn living on. <laughs> Your legacy. I don't want to be a member. Now, now, I can see a movie on the OJ. Now, I can see right, that. What's, what's the prank, nephew? Yeah, this is, this is what you need to do, Joe Raggedy ass. Go ahead. <laughs> Let it mad because I ain't on your side with this. 316, apartment 316. Apartment 316. And that's what you need to read, 316. Let's go, Cat Dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Dale. Yeah, this is Dale. Hey, Dale, how you doing, man? My name is Vaughn, dude. Uh, You live in, uh, I'm trying to make sure I got the right dude, man. You live in court, right? Apartments? Yeah, I live in What's going on? Okay, you live in apartment uh three sixteen, right? Yeah, is it something I need to be worried about what's going on with my apartment? Oh no no no, everything cool with your apartment, man. Uh I got your number from uh lady at the uh, at the leasing office. Regarding? So, so what now? What's in what's in regards to? Well actually what's gonna happen is I'm gonna move to court. And what I wanted to do, you know, uh see man, every apartment I've always had I've always lived in apartment 316, and I know you in 316. So they, you know, the girl at the office gave me, you know, because I don't want to move nowhere else where I can't be in room 316. I gotta be, you know, it's just real superstitious, I know, but I kind of, hey, I gotta hey, have. Hold, hey, hold on, uh, you say your name, Vaughn? Yeah, yeah, I'm Vaughn. Right, Vaughn. And who gave you my number again? Uh, one of the ladies at the leasing office when I was over there. Who was it? Uh, I can't really remember her name, man. Uh. Look, look, hey, look. man, hey, well, li- listen, cut this shit, man. I'm going to tell you like this, man. Don't call me for nothing like that, man. Now I ain't moving out of my apartment, man. I've been staying up for four years. When I move out to the apartment, I move in the house. You understand? All this shit you got going with your, with your, with your, whatever it is, your 316, your 132, that's on you, man. No, it ain't, ain't 132. I got to stay in 316, man. See, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I, I done signed the lease, so I'm stuck with it. I got to get that apartment. So I, I'm going to try to tell you, would you like to, which, which other apartment would you like to move to? And I go on and get them to move your stuff. You know what I'm saying? I ain't moving nothing. Ain't, ain't nothing moving. Only thing I ain't going to move is them numbers. You can add them up, divide them, do whatever you want to them, but I ain't moving. So you're going to have to get that to your head, man. And really, I'm because I don't know who the gave you. My number was like this. I'm at work and calling me with I don't even know no Vaughn. No, no, you don't know me, dog. I, I asked them who was in 316. They told me. That ain't none of your business who in 316, man. Hey, listen, man. I'm trying to do this as respectful as possible. You know, like I said, I really can't function unless I'm living in a. Disrespect me then. Do a disrespect for then. Because I'm going to show do a disrespect. You called me with like this. I don't give a favorite. No, I don't care if that was your favorite scripture. Okay, hey, dog. You called me with like that, man. See, now you're going to make this hard. Okay, so let me let me say this to you. I already told a lady I want to be in 316. She told me I needed to deal with Dale. Nah, I'm trying to deal with you in a polite way, okay? Because like I say, I can't function, man, unless I'm in apartment 316. I can't I can't even get them to go to work. I cannot function, okay? I have to have that apartment number, dude. All right. So, it sounds like you got a problem on your hands, man. Whatever your problem is, that's your problem. Ain't got to do with me. Don't call me no like that, like I say, I've been staying in 316. I'm gonna stay in 316 till I move to a house. You need to find something else to do. And really, I'm 
off at the that gave you my number to call me with outside of them three numbers. I have to live in apartment 316. That ain't my business, man. No, I don't want to have to come move your, your but I do. Hold on, what's, oh, run that back. What you say? I said, I don't want to have to move I your to the down. That me what you, you going to come move my, I want, hey, matter of fact, come, yeah, come on. Come move 316. 316, I got a three for your, come on, man. Come on, come move my, man. Come on, two ten silence. Come on, move your, all kind of going on in the world with no I got 365 days deal with this I'm at work you want I'm on my 9 to 5 and you come at me about some 316 I'm gonna whoop somebody that's all I got to say man it's gonna be you before I, before I deal with you though I'm gonna get the least now for even giving you my number all day hey hey man I'm, tr I'm just trying to tell you I have to stay under them numbers man I have to I'm superstitious like that. I know I know everybody ain't like that, but I just happen to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't like that, man. I ain't got time to be dealing with yeah, Really, everybody ain't got time to even sit up and listen like this. Man, you look up a Christian. Man. Other than that, I've been out this job looking for what, what apartment number did they give you? They gave me like 329 or something like that. I don't. I can't stay there, man. Yeah, that's where I'm going to meet you at, man. Meet me at 329, 6 o'clock tonight. How about them numbers? Okay, okay. So how about these numbers right here? Eight seven seven twenty nine Steve. What that mean? Eight seven seven twenty nine Steve. Eight seven seven twenty nine C. You ain't never heard that number before? Yeah. What's in the, what the, I, it sounds familiar. That's the number to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Cause this is nephew Tommy, and you just got pranked by your coworker Linda. Abby, make that. Make that. It's it. This sounds crazy as hell. I was believing this for a second. Had me rolling. <laughs> got me about to take off and go to the lease now. I'll be calling right now. Who you say got me now? Yo, ain't you got a coworker named Linda? Linda? Ain't this about Linda coming for Linda right now? <laughs> I wonder why the hell she taking so long. She put she on some man. God, y'all had me going though, man. Hey, Dale, I got one more thing to ask you, man. Dude, you at work for real, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land, man? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> All right, man, get back to work, man. Your phone off the hook over there. All right. There you have it. Thank you, thank you. What would you What would you rather have, go to pranks or Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> Buy pranks. <laughs> go to pranks. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry letter coming up next. <laughs> the subject is, he can laugh, but I can't. We'll get into that right after this. Earth, Wind, and Fire ain't got no movie. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time now for the Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to... SteveHarveyFM.com by clicking on Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he can laugh, but I can't. Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband and I have been married for eight years, and we have three children under age six. That means that I'm always tired and trying to get a nap whenever I can. If I happen to be in the bed lying down or on the couch lying down, my husband thinks it's a perfect time for him to ask for sex. Although I might be very tired at the moment, I will always give him a quickie so he won't feel neglected. I don't want to be so tired that I make him go seek intimacy from another woman. Uh, Last week, I was so tired that I fell asleep a couple of times during intimacy and my husband did not stop. That was the most inconsiderate thing he's ever done to me. I ignored him for two days until he gave me a proper apology. Right after that, he was out back talking to his friend on the phone, and I heard him cackling like an old hen. He told his friend that the lovemaking is getting more terrible than it has ever been and that I expect him to do all of the work. Whatever his friend said back to him, he started laughing and could not stop. He kept on agreeing with him and saying that's exactly how bad our sex is. So since he thought having sex with me was so funny, I planned a romantic evening for us. And after we got out of the bubble bath, we moved to the bedroom. As soon as he touched me, I giggled. He asked if I was okay, but I ignored him. Midway through sex, I was laughing so loudly that he stopped. I told him he's not what he used to be either, but I put up with him. He got so offended and said that he would not tolerate the disrespect because he knows he's the king at pleasing women. Now he's mad, so he can laugh, but I can't. 
Uh, yeah, that's exactly what he thinks. That's what he's doing. Um, all you did was give him a taste of his very own medicine. And of course, he hated it. When he was talking to his friend, not once did he consider your feelings that you may hear him or anything. It was okay for him, but not for you. That's not what he should have been telling his friend about that part of your marriage anyway. Uh, that's why they call it intimacy, okay? It's not his friend's business what goes on in your bedroom. That is between you and your husband, period. Uh, now his fragile ego is bruised and he's mad. And it's a good time, I think, now to talk to him and let him know how you feel. And uh, when you're tired from the kids and he wants sex and when he complains to his friend, tell him all about that. Maybe, you know, if he helps you more with the kids, maybe you wouldn't be so tired. Tell him all of it. So if there's a possibility of you guys working it out, you can. Steve. Okay. Uh, first of all, before I get started, I like Shirley's answer. So I'm not mad at that at all. I think it has some valid points to it. And I can understand where she's coming from. Cause she did make a good point about, look, dude, if you help out a little bit, might be a little bit more cooperative. But I think the letter of he can laugh, but I can't. I don't even really think that's what this letter's about. Cause the damaging part of this letter is all in the top. It ain't at the bottom until he made this one stupid statement at the bottom that just threw me completely. Uh, This woman, they have three children. They've been married eight years. They got three kids all under the age of six. She been pregnant the whole time. You've been married eight years. You got three kids, all of them under the age of six. After two years, this woman been pregnant half the time if you do the math on it right I mean that's been a lot and having children is hard and having children is like oh it's a phenomenal thing that women are able to do so she says she's always tired I can believe that I really can and she's trying to get a nap whenever she can three kids under six Now, here's a problem. If I happen to be in the bed lying down or on the couch lying down, my husband thinks it's the perfect time for him to ask for sex. Well, let me give you the male point of view on that. You know what your husband is thinking? Well, you are just laying there. You ain't doing nothing. Which is what she needs to do. Be able to lay there and do nothing. Because when she's awake and them kids is awake, she busy. But no, 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 Mr. Selfish, well, you just laying here. And then you said, although I might be very tired at the moment, I will always give him a quickie so he won't feel neglected. I don't want to be so tired that I make him go seek intimacy from another woman. Wow. That's awfully considerate of you. Now, it's too bad he don't give you the same consideration. I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it, I want it. Well, damn, dog. Okay, so I got it. So now you're a very considerate person. He isn't. So then last week, she said she was so tired that she fell asleep a couple of times during intimacy, and my husband did not stop. Well, now. We got a problem here. You mean I ain't doing nothing worth a damn where you can just go to sleep while I'm while I'm working? 
and you fell asleep a couple of times during intimacy and he didn't stop. Damn. That was the most inconsiderate thing he's ever done to me. I ignored him for a couple of days until he gave me a proper apology. That's that's crazy. I don't think this dude is all that spectacular in bed. Now, I know later on he gonna say that and then I'll point that out. But you you ain't going to sleep while I'm in here working. That's all. All right. <laughs> Hang on, Steve. We'll have uh, part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he can laugh, but I can't. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject is he can laugh, but I can't. Well, this woman has these children, right? And she has three children, all under age six. She's been married to a guy eight years. And she's always tired from the kids. And so she's laying down on the sofa or the bed. Her husband thinks that's a perfect time to ask for sex. She accommodates him even though she's tired because she don't want him to go seeking intimacy from another woman. Uh, and then um, she'll, so she'll give him a quickie so he don't feel neglected. She's very considerate. And so anyway, last week she said she was so tired that she fell asleep a couple of times during intimacy and my husband did not stop. Damn, dog. While y'all was being intimate, she fell asleep twice. What was you doing? Dog, I'm telling you right now, bro. You ain't the cook in the kitchen you thought you were. Because she sleep. So then he didn't stop. And then she said, that's the most inconsiderate thing he's ever done to me. So I ignored him for a couple of days till he gave me a proper apology. Right after that, he was out in the backyard talking to one of his friends on the phone. And you heard him laughing and joking to his friend on the phone. He told his friend that the lovemaking is getting more terrible than it's ever been. And that I expect him to do all the work. This is what your husband is saying. Whatever his friend said back to him, he started laughing and couldn't stop. He kept on agreeing with him and saying, that's exactly how bad our sex is. Wait a minute, man. I didn't know. Excuse me. I've been a man a long time. I didn't know that men did that. I really didn't. I, I, I personally have never had a conversation with any of my friends about their wife and their sex life, not a one. I've never been in a group of men and we're talking and one man started talking about his sex life with his wife. His girl, that's a whole nother thing. Some chick over there, yeah, that, that. But I've never heard a man discuss him and his wife's sex life to another man. I've never heard it. Obviously it happens but I've never heard it. This must be a young couple. Cause in the old school book of things, that that's, that's just not how we do it. A group of me and friends and I get together. We all went to college together. We together once a year. And we are as cool as cool can be. We've never had that discussion amongst each other, ever. And we are we close. So I didn't know you could do that. But anyway, let's get down to this letter. 
Whatever the friend said back, he laughed and he couldn't stop it. He kept agreeing with him, saying that's exactly how bad the sex is. So since he thought having sex with me was so funny, I planned this romantic evening. We get out the bubble bath. We're in there having dinner. We go to the bedroom. And as soon as he touched me, I giggled. So he asked if I was okay, but I ignored him. Midway through sex, I was laughing so loudly that he stopped. Okay, so she giving him a taste of his own medicine. I told him he's not what he used to be either, but I put up with him. He got so offended, and he said he would not tolerate the disrespect. Now, this is the next line I couldn't believe came out his mouth. He said, because he's no, he knows he's the king at pleasing women. women he was though. mad, dog. He was mad. Yeah. But you told that to your wife? Dumb. Dumb. I'm the king of pleasing women? You said that to your wife? (laughs) Now, that gives me a time to point out something. If you the king of pleasing women, what happened when during intimacy a couple of times your wife fell asleep while the king of pleasure was in there handling his business. Hey, king, I got news for you. You ain't who you think you are, dog. <laughs> she was asleep twice. You said you the king at pleasing women. The one you got went to sleep twice while you was in there at work. Mm-hmm. Dog, you ain't the king of pleasing women. You ain't even the prince. <laughs> You're the court gesture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you yeah, you 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 a quaalude dog. That's what you are. You a nice little quaalude. Now he's mad. So he can laugh, but I can't I can't believe your husband said that. It's too bad he'll get over it. He'll get he don't tolerate the disrespect. Well, you see me sleeping, you keep on badgering me. That's disrespectful too. If y'all don't sit down and have a conversation real soon, y'all headed for some for, for an ugly part of your marriage. And that's a real deal. Y'all need to sit down and have this talk. Shirley was 100% correct. You need to tell him how he feels, how you feel sometime about him not allowing you to give it rest. And then y'all can have, instead of a bunch of little short uh, uh, remorseful quickies, you can have some actual real times if you plan it a little bit better. And then both of y'all could be happy. But he's self-centered and selfish because he wanted what he wanted. Mm -hmm. And quit giving it to him because you ain't going to do nothing but go to sleep right now because your king of pleasure ain't the king (laughs) of pleasure no more. He ain't KP. Leave your comments on today's letter. He ain't KP. He LP. Little pleasure. On uh, Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Stop going to sleep on me. I know that. Coming up next, it is Junior in Sports Talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Well, let's just say congratulations to Tiger Woods' son, Charlie, as they won their high school state golf championship at 14. Uh, you know, I, why are we even shocked? That is, yeah, Charlie, 14, man. Won this as a freshman, won the state championship. That's a bad boy, man. Have you man, seen why it? Why we even? Oh. Yeah, I saw him, man. If I had his game, man. Ooh. Right now, the I could beat everybody I play with. Yeah, yeah. yeah if I had yeah. this golf game, if I hit any any of my shots dad. like he hit here, right? He walked like his daddy. He got it like honestly. 
Yeah, he got it on. Chad like is it. the goat. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah Michael Jordan got some sons too. So what we talking they about? They don't stand like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get Just because that's up. your daddy. <laughs> tell you right now. Don't well, do that. Well, I tell you what. Just because uh, that's your daddy. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and tell you this, huh? Masterpiece son, Mercy Miller. He's in high school, man. Saying he's six eight. He has scored sixty eight points in the high school, setting the record for his son. I mean, for his school, sixty eight. Drop sixty eight. All Master Master P's boys can play. Romeo yeah. can play too. Yeah. Wow. So, and he's yeah. going to the university. He got game though. Remember he played for the yeah. Charlotte Hornets. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember that big deal? Mm-hmm. Everybody say what's, just because he's your daddy. Going to, what's university going? of Houston, man, committed to the University of Houston. Yes, sir. Oh, nice. Yeah, Cougs. Yeah, like Cougs. we we need it. we need him. He's boy, this boy here. He got an NBA future. I can tell you that. Also, Unc, man, you know that speaking of basketball, that the Lakers won the in season tournament. I know you you ain't heard about that, Unc, but they won over the weekend, and they plan on hanging a banner. For the end season tournament. Now you think this is not a championship. I don't even know what that is, man. <laughs> it's just a tournament in the middle of the season. That's all. They want it in Vegas. Go ahead, Carl. But do you guys think the tournament the tournament made the game more exciting this early no, in the season? Made it more confusing. Yeah, it was confusing, it was confusing. if anything. It was confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Very confusing. Because I saw my husband watching it and I was like, maybe it's interesting. Maybe. Well, it's better than baseball, so. <laughs> well, baseball's over, right? <laughs> okay. Well, it's the, it's the first watch championship. Anything. It's the oh, first God. one, and the mm-hmm. Lakers won it. They're going to mm-hmm. hang a banner. Now, everybody's saying, like, this ain't the NBA championship. It's just the in season tournament. Just take the money because everybody got 500000 apiece. Just take your 500000 Everybody got how much? 500000 apiece. Half a million. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> yeah. On top of the salary? Oh. Yeah. On top of it. On top of it. So, you know, right. congratulations to the Lakers for the in-season tournament win. Now, next. Hey, <laughs> Thank you, got Junior. NBA championship. <laughs> Coming up that? at the top Ooh. of the hour. Can an outside child break up a marriage if it happened before they got married? That's the question somebody wants to uh wants you to answer steve and we'll get into that right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show i'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for god to give you your next step and you don't know what it is yet you need god to show you your next step because god i can't stay where i am like i am where it is this isn't going to work i have to move on but i don't know where a lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. 
is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is from CJ in Lansing, Steve. CJ says, my wife joined, joined a group that supports after-school programs for children. She told me that there's a little boy at one of the schools, and he looks just like me. He walks like me, and his initials are CJ, but his last name is Jeffries. My heart jumped into my throat because there's a good chance that I have a son or a daughter out there that I don't know about. Uh, I was a wild boy before I joined the military, and when I left, I didn't keep up in touch with I didn't keep in touch with anyone. I told my wife to see if she can find out information on the mother of the boy, and she got mad, as if I had admitted he was my son. How can she get upset with me if it might have happened before I met her? How do I handle this? You answered it, Wait a minute, bro. Bro, what, what, what did you tell your wife to find out information on the mother? What's wrong with you? You stupid. But he did it. Dog, you could have did that on your own if you were curious. You don't drag your wife into that. Now your wife going, wait a minute, there's a possibility that this is your boy? She's mm, like, I was stupid, just playing. Man. I was just <laughs> playing. Man. Dog, dog, that ain't the brightest thing you could do to ask your wife, get some information on the mother, because it could be a... Man. But he did it. You got a cousin or somebody you could ask? Oh, nonchalant. <laughs> Dog, you know how many kids look like me? <laughs> really? But I see them all the time. Really? And what do you say? Yeah. Not what, what I'm gonna say. It ain't mine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, little boy, what's your mama name? <laughs> what city your mama live in? No, we ain't finna do that. Oh, yeah. But how should he handle it? What should he do? I mean, he's done. You know. What he should have done, have done now. it now. It's nothing yeah. you can do now, bro. Can she get mad? She's already mad. What do you mean? Yeah. Can she get mad? She mad now. Mm-hmm. Can that break up your relationship, bro? He should have researched that on bro. his own. But he your did. damn yeah. own. Yeah. Find out who the little boy was. Get some information. Man, you stupid, man. Went to the military and didn't learn a damn thing. Just out there, come back home. So you have no advice for what he should do now that it's no, man, out. He should have stayed in the military, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he should. <laughs> should stay. The damage is done. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what the dog. You didn't admit it to something you ain't did. Damn, dog. Yeah. You stupid. Head on a maybe. You got another one, yeah. Shirley. Uh huh. That's it. You can't help him. Oh, you can't help brother man. Okay, you can't help CJ. All right. All right. We we do have time for another one. This is from Lexi in Orlando. Lexi says, "My dad is close friends with my ex boyfriend, and I don't like that at all. So I've been avoiding my dad. My dad came by to talk to me about the situation, and my new boyfriend jumped into the mix and told my dad that he needs to get some friends his own age. They got into an argument, and now my dad hates my boyfriend." Why is my dad all up in my business? Did my boyfriend handle this correctly? No. No. <laughs> Your boyfriend should have stayed out of that. Yeah. Uh, he really should have. 
And then that should have been between you and your dad, and your mm-hmm. dad should have came over here and made amends. You got to distance yourself. You can't do that, man. You got to respect your daughter, and so you got to distance yourself. But the but the boyfriend, man, you need to get some friends your own age. What? Yeah. You are lying. Hold up, dog. No, it's <laughs> Who you talking to? Who you talking yes. to? That's Dog, mother. let me tell you something, man. Young boy would have a real problem with me. Would you talking to me about anything about me or my daughter? Mm-hmm. You ain't put no ring on it. You ain't marrying nobody. Man, why are you talking to me? <laughs> Show punk ass. I, man, I ain't never had that happen to me. And I'd had everything go down. Mm-hmm. But you're not finna be the boyfriend, finna have no damn conversation with me. You can't be their husband and talk to me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I respect you. You know, I go over their house and everything. They, they mm-hmm. rules. Mm-hmm. You know, I obey. I, I'm in another man's house. Son-in-law, I obey his rules. But right. you're not finna talk to me crazy, no damn kind of way. Yeah. All right. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, we want to congratulate a Chicago teenager. Her name is Dorothy Jean Tillman. Uh, she's just earned a PhD Dorothy from Arizona. Dorothy Jean Tillman. Dorothy Jean Tillman. Yes, yes. She's 17. She's yeah. 17 years old. She got a PhD. Is this a current story? Yes. You know, she was named after someone in her family. Anyway, she got a Ph.D., Steve, from Arizona State University. Like I said, she's wow. 17. Uh, Miss Tillman wow. completed and defended her dissertation for the Integrated Behavioral Health Program, and she will march in the May commencement program at Arizona State. Tillman holds a bachelor's degree and double master's degrees. According to Chicago Whoa. News 7, Miss Tillman is less concerned with her credentials on paper and more interested in inspiring other kids and teens to dream big. And that's something you're you better go ahead on, little too. girl, with your smart self. Miss Dorothy yes. Jean Tillman. Smart is a gift. Yeah. Smart is a gift. Come on, black girl awesome. magic. You can. Yeah. You can go down there and change your name, though. You can go change your name. If you <laughs> Leave her name alone. Yeah. That girl ain't got D. to be Dorothy the rest of her life now. Stop I'm that. sure D. she's D. named after something. Call yourself D.D., baby. <laughs> DJ, Dorothy Jean. <laughs> Whoever she oh, named no, after, no, Shirley, no, that Dottie. person ain't here no more. <laughs> no. Dot is still kind of old, but Dottie is real old. You <laughs> Dottie Jean Tillman. That's better. (laughs) All right. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather New Year's Eve in Las Vegas or would you rather New Year's Eve in Times Square in New York? Which one? Oh, Las Vegas. Oh, hell no. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. I've, uh-huh. I've been to the ball drop in New York yeah. and I've hosted New Year's Eve three it. times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No way. Las mm-hmm. Vegas. I've been to New Year's Eve on Las Vegas. Too cold. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's too All cold. Right. It's the most unreasonable thing you've ever seen, man. <laughs> that parade, that ball man. drop. No, sir. Uh-huh. No, sir. <laughs> That was crazy. All right. Would you rather snowball fight with your spouse or would you rather a pillow fight with your spouse? Well, I got to have I'm not a, trying to fight. I got to have a pillow fight. That's what I got to have. 
Hit it with a snowball. It could be, you know, we going to the hospital right after that. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, no. Put some rocks in I know how to throw a damn snowball. You, you, I'm yeah. from Cleveland. I put yeah. it on your ass. I know how to yeah. pack it and everything. <laughs> you stain me with that, Uncle. It's next yeah. I think out of my mouth is, ah! <laughs> you have so no cool. idea how many rocks I done had in the middle of my snowball. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather have extended family over for Christmas or would you just rather FaceTime them? B. FaceTime them. And <laughs> not have the family over? No, no, no. Hell no. They don't know when to lead, though, man. They just. I'm so glad my family. Well, you get my, this yeah. tree in here. <laughs> oh, All too many questions. Oh, what you boy, doing with two trees? Oh, <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> your light bill, light bill in here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these bathrooms. You know how much money he's spending on toilet tissue. <laughs> what? Mm. No, seriously, I had a relative say that one time. I had a relative mm. say that. All these bathrooms. You know how much they probably spending on toilet tissue, lady? <laughs> toilet tissue is the least of my concern. <laughs> right. <laughs> That, that ain't the bill I'm talking about in my house. The damn toilet tissue. <laughs> All right. Y'all, you... y'all dogs stay in the house? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you rather Christmas bonuses for your staff or would you rather do a Christmas potluck dinner? Come on, huh? Hmm. Hmm. Uh. Come on, I'd rather give y'all money. Hell, I'm like, well, get to giving it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. What's up? Saturday, we big ready. dog. Come on. We ready. Mm-hmm. You don't want no potluck, man? No. No. You scared, group. you scared what Shirley going to bring? Uh, yeah, everybody I got knew that was coming. They might want to take that chance right here. Monica can cook. Carla can cook. Shirley, dog. I got to be sent to watch what her... I got, I got, I got to watch what her pot look like. Make sure. <laughs> what if it's the crock pot? <laughs> it's, All right, it's, that's it's, it's it's the red crock pot. Surely got in the red crock pot. <laughs> Good looking. Yeah. All right, that's today's round of Would You Rather. Uh, coming up next, it is our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show with the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if you... no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. 
This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview. I had this, like, you know, homie lover friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day on this Wednesday. And earlier we played a round of um, One Has to Go. And and we had a couple left over, uh, Steve. One was, um, oh, and you and Tommy, of course, got into it with One Has to Go with the OJ's Earth, Wind, and Fire and the Temptations. Tommy said that uh, said Earth, Wind, and Fire. fire. I and said Earth, Wind, and Fire. And you got put him out the family. <laughs> he didn't done that a hundred times. He out the family right now. Over a game. <laughs> Over a damn game. Yes, ma'am. There's certain things we don't lie in this family. Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. Uh, Sanford and Son, Good Times, Jefferson's. One has to go. Oh, Jefferson. no, you can't do that. What? Jefferson's? Jefferson. George, you taking yeah. George out? Dog, Good soon Times as we get- and Sanford and Son. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as soon as we make some money, you get rid of us. Lord. Bye. <laughs> Moving on up. Bye. I, no hesitation. <laughs> Junior, good, good time. Good time, James, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have to go with the Jeffersons. I would. Jefferson. I, yeah. Oh, wow. So, Tommy, just, which one then? Which one? Ha- I'm one torn. I, I'm not getting rid of Red Fox. That's for sure. He's uh, definitely not going. Okay. And so, so you're good getting times rid of the Jefferson. Evans family? God, dog. Is that what I'm hearing? Nah, I can't go to Chicago and do that. <laughs> that damn near dumbest that earth went in fire answer. <laughs> Every answer you give is stupid. All right, come on. Which one? Good, uh, d- Ooh. He said it. Good times. He said okay. it. Okay. Good times. Ooh. Why would you get rid of good times? Because oh. he a fool. He oh. I told you he ain't in the family. Right, I told y'all. To, yeah, one has to go. Gap band, mm. Maze, God, and God, Commodores. God. The Commodores. Oh, God. Lionel Richie, man. Lionel Richie, Lord help us. Commodore Gap band. Lord, Lord take me now. Not take me now. Oh, Father God. <gasps> Charlie, uh-uh. Already Frankie know. Beverly, I know who and Lionel Richie. <laughs> oh, you can't keep running in and out of my life. Well, they're not going, so what else you got? <laughs> and Maze? It's got to be Maze. What? 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 What did you say? It's got to be made. Now you can't go to Philly. It's got to be made. <laughs> you stupid black. <laughs> and I didn't open up for what? <laughs> you about to tell <laughs> <a> damn nephew. <laughs> Is that up in your chair? <laughs> for he me, said maze. If I, man, I don't know how I'm finna say this here. Uh-oh. Sail on down the line. <laughs> I may be just a foolish dreamer. The Commodore yeah. once, twice, 
three times a lady. They got so many damn Yeah, here. love will yeah. find no a way. No way we can let them go. Well, that's Lionel Richie. That's Lionel Richie. Yeah. That's Lionel Richie. Zoom. All right. Brick house. Zoom. Yeah, brick house. Slippery when it's wet. Ow. Oh, <laughs> one has to away. go. All right, one has to go. Oh, is it Junior? the gap band? Which one is it, big dog? Gap band. <laughs> Come on, Steve. You said, won't take I too said, long. Man, it's you a game. <laughs> man, this is hard. He has not given us one. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Man, I have to. Gap band maze. Uh, you don't have to sing on. all they songs. We yeah. know the songs. Just <laughs> we pick a group. <laughs> all right, or we're moving on. We I let you have to let the comment down. Uh, we can't hear you. What? Say, it, say it like you mean it. Say it with what? your chest. Say it with your say chest. You letting the Commodores go? Wow, Steve. Zoom? All right, come on. Here we go. I can't let Maze go. Okay. Mm. It means too much to you. All right. Hell One has to go. New edition. Jodeci. Oh, this is going to be easy. Boys Jodeci. to Men. Boys to Men. Oh, Jodeci. Hell no. Hell no. Jodeci. Go on. Junior's Jodeci. Boys to Men. Are New edition, nuts? Jodeci, Boys to Men. New edition. Can New edition? Oh, no, this ain't going nowhere. Ever. Ever. <laughs> New edition Ever. after they added Johnny? What? No. And before. And boys to Men ain't yeah, going nowhere. Oh, boys to Men ain't going no damn well. Okay. Hold your so, Hold. New edition, oh, Jodeci, say it Boys with your to chest. Men. Hold your leg. Man, it's gonna have to be boys to men. Josie can't go nowhere. I don't get it. Boys to men. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah you boys. stupid what? bald head. <laughs> you. <laughs> Say it with your chest, Junior. I'm proud your ass. Jodice. Did you say boys addition. to men? No, Jodice no idea. What did you yeah, say? Yeah, Get rid of boys to men. Uh-huh. That's what he said. Yeah, I said. Yeah. I'm surprised your ass right now ain't having a crisis right no. now. I'm just surprised. <laughs> I don't want you to because I love you, little bro. Right now, to throw my ass into a crisis right now. I'm surprised you ain't sitting up here balling up right now. I'll be That's the last time we boys doing this. Go too far. Boys to men. I like this game. Yeah, sure. We get too mad at each other. We're doing this game. Man, I take Jody. See ass out of there so fast. What? New what? edition. Yep. What? Boys to men. Do you know the no. hits boys to men got? Temperature is like 100 degrees. Well, I'm going with Joe. All right, y'all. Y'all have a nice day. We'll be back tomorrow with these two ignorant ass people. I'll go quick. <laughs> One got to go. Steve Harvey Tommy. Jr. or Tommy. That will be the question tomorrow. We'll be back with who got Tommy. to go tomorrow. I'll tell you right now, it ain't going to be me. Uh, we'll be back we tomorrow. Y'all that. have a great day. Steve Harvey contest, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.